check the mic and make sure it sound right, boys. Hey, I'm Aaron. Hey, I'm John. And this is Pastors and Pizza. I'm Josh. And this is Pastors and Pizza. A podcast where three very unqualified pastors. Very unqualified pastors consume some of the best best and worst worst pizzas Western Washington has to offer. offer. While trying to make sense of our faith, figure out how it connects connects to the world around us. We believe the best conversations happen over food. So pull up a chair, grab a slice, pour a cold one, and come along with us. Wherever it is we are going. Wherever it is we're going. All right. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is episode four of Pastors and Pizza, and we are glad you're here with us. Uh, We have an exciting show for you today. We are going to be chatting about our favorite Christmas movies, and we are, this is very close to my heart, we had a a very special pizza to me. That is uh, a pizza straight from Donato's, which is actually run out of the Red Robin here in Monroe, and... uh, where did you first have Donato's? Donato, let me tell you about Donato's Pizza, Aaron. Donato's Pizza is uh, from Columbus, Ohio. They are a, a specialty pizza that <clears throat> just regionally there has been around in uh, Ohio for a very long time. And I, uh, I had it a lot growing up. And I will tell you right now that I've claimed for a very long time that Donato's Pizza has the best pepperoni pizza on the planet. And we will have that debate tonight. But yeah, I still I still think it has the best pepperoni pizza. And what, after I moved here, it was one of the probably five foods that I missed the most about living in um, Washington. That was not in Ohio. So mm. um, when uh, Zach told me that they had a that Red Robin was going to start carrying Donato's pizza, I about lost it. So it was it was awesome, and uh, uh, we ate it like every week for about a month when it for, when we first uh, when it first started. Um, you know, operating out of Red Robin. So anyway, it is Donato's pizza. They are, uh, it is a thin crust style pizza. And so it's like a real, really thin cracker crust type pizza. And they do this thing with the pepperonis where they get them like real nice and crispy. And I don't even know what is on top of them, like spices or something, but it's fantastic. something glorious. Cause it was very it's tasty. really good on that. Um, if you're, if you're a traditionalist in the whole um, triangle shaped pizza slice you may be disappointed yeah. with the way they cut their pizzas it's the party cut the, par- the party cut yes it is it's the party cut well, mostly mostly square pieces there's some weird uh, kind of rounded triangle type pieces um that's because it's because it's, it's a round and i mean it's yeah. a round pizza yeah. right well Ultimately. didn't you say john earlier today it's like a cracker it is it is very much like a cracker with some toppings like I the mean, best it, cracker ever yes it's a very good cracker like a pizza cracker you can consume a lot of nice. them just like crackers yeah, which is why, which is why we had to get two pizzas for the three of us, because and we ate them pretty handily, I will say. And it, one was a yeah. large and one was a medium, right? Is that right, John? Uh, they have two sizes. There's, oh, a, okay. there's a like personal ten inch size, and then there is the fourteen inch large. Okay. And so yes, one was a ten inch, one was a fourteen inch. So that's good. I mean, uh, and and as always, when we rate our pizzas that we're having, uh, we use the S- Seattle Pizza Coalition's grading scale. Except for we change it to pepperonis. So it's on a scale of one to five pepperonis for us, not one to five generic numbers. Um, and this time we, we kind of made an executive decision this this time, right? After kind of struggling with one of the categories previously. Yeah, yeah. So this time we're, we're actually going to take out one of so the, the, the different um, ways that they judge pizza is on the crust, the sauce, the cheese, the toppings ratio, the value, the charisma, and the total rating. And we've had many discussions about what actually charisma is, um, and we couldn't come on a very uh, articulate answer. And so we decided to axe that category. Um, And so we'll just go uh, with the other one, two, three, four, five, six categories, uh, including the total rating. So five, just six, five categories and a total rating. Scaled it down a bit. Scaled it down just a little. Uh, but yeah, guys, what were your what were your impressions of the Donato's pizzas? First of all, we had the pepperoni pizza, which again, as I've said, is I think the best pepperoni pizza on the planet. Uh, and then we also had uh, what is unique to Red Robin, which is the whisker whiskey whisker. Wow, whisker the whiskey river barbecue pizza. Yes, sir. So yeah, those are the two that we had. And yes. there was chicken, uh, chicken barbecue chicken. And it was outstanding. That that one was great. I did enjoy it. Uh, I'll just get right to it so we can 
And uh, if you're listening, Cameron Samick, you're in my head right now. So there you go. He's our faithful listener. We appreciate you. Hello, Cam. The crust for me was a 2.5, gentlemen. It it was a little bit cold. We had to bring it back, and I was in traffic and stuff. But more than that, I it just wasn't great. It's did been, you did you use the uh, foot heater method of keeping the pizza hot? I no, I did better than that. Wow. In the car that I was driving, shout out to my daughter and son-in-law for letting me borrow their Acura while they borrowed our Suburban. The heat was blowing directly on that, and that was hotter than the floor for whatever reason. So I was like, okay, I'll switch it. So I was going to go that route because I've done that before. So anyways, it was okay. The crust was just, I don't know, it kind of tasted a little cardboardy to me. It was the worst crust I think I've had so far. Ooh. 2.5. Last week was, or last time was the best. This was the worst. Wow. All right. So the sauce, the actual sauce is very good on the normal pizza. It was, but about a 3.25 for me. I liked it. The barbecue tasted just like the Whiskey River barbecue chicken burger or burger. That barbecue was amazing. So I'm going 3.75 on that. Toppings. 3.5 for the pepperoni, although that pepperoni is very, very good, Josh. It was the best pepperoni pizza I had today. Um, and then the barbecue was 3.75 for me. Uh, value, John can explain to you what it, where it's at on that, on what it cost, but I would say it was about a 2.75 for me. Cheese was good. It's kind of it's got this smokiness to it, as I think you might have mentioned, off air. And Josh... And it was a three seven five for me for both because it's the same cheese. And then overall, I went three five for the pep and three seven five. Um, and I don't really know how to give you any good mathematical reason for all that because I'm not good at it. I could probably say three point two five for the pep and three five because that crust did come in and screw things up a little bit. All right, John. Uh, so Aaron's feeling a little bit stingy this time. Usually he's <laughs> he's kind of got the inflated scores, and today I he's told feeling you, maybe Cameron's a little, in my head, bro. little stingy. Cameron's um, in my head. So I'm gonna just kind of give one one rating for each thing. I'm not gonna do both pizzas. Um, I mean they're roughly stingy, huh? okay. roughly the, it's not stingy. I'm just for time's sake, simplistic oh. is is more more than stingy. Okay. Uh, I'm not gonna rate the crust either because in my opinion there there's the bottom crust, but there isn't really a crust like you would traditionally think of crust. Yeah, there's no like edge it's crust. a crack. It goes right. all the way to the edge. And so yeah, this is this is the first different style of pizza that we've had. All the other pizzas have been totally. basically the same style of pizza. This mm-hmm. is a new style and really doesn't have a crust means a little bit of one um i will say i've had donato's a few times uh from red robin not the original ohio version and i feel like it's getting worse so uh, (laughs) that's a a reflection yeah (laughs) i think that's a red robin reflection not a donato's reflection um, They're underemployed over there, okay? I mean, I had it a couple weeks ago at Red Robin, sat down, had it fresh, and it was not it was a little underwhelming. And then this time we had some situation or some circumstances with the travel and all that that made it maybe worse than normal. But all that to say it's it's gotten worse, but still a pretty good pizza. Uh, so sauce, three and a half. Toppings, I do like the pepperoni, that little seasoning on top, and then the abundance of pepperoni, I think, yes. is the key. They good. load totally. it that's load nice. it with pepperoni, well so that's done. good. So I gave the toppings a four. Uh, the cheese, three and a half. The value, I gave a three. It is somewhat pricey, especially because I mean, you literally can eat an entire large pizza by yourself if you um, are at all hungry. Um, Which I so, was. But it's, it's a $16 pepperoni pizza. And then the other one, which was smaller, was um, I think thirteen bucks, something like that. But total with tip, it came to around thirty-seven dollars for both pizzas. Hey! And so not ridiculously expensive, but not cheap. And so I gave value a three. Um, and I did actually average my scores this time, Ooh. so this might make Cam feel good. Ooh, wow. I don't know. Um, I got a look when he said I, that. I averaged now. them, and I did not weight them. They all weighted the same. So, but I did average them for an overall value of three and a half. Oh, all right. Thank Sounds you. Good. Thank you, John. Can I give a quick shout out, Josh, yeah, before yeah. you start? Because I don't want to interrupt you like I interrupted John. <laughs> John, do you remember, or do, both of you, do you guys remember Round Table Pizza? Mm-hmm. Yes. 
Okay. That, they didn't have those out in the Midwest-ish? Mm, sound the Middle East over there where you lived? No, I didn't, okay. they didn't have them in the Middle East. No. All right. So, yes, this pepperoni taste-wise reminds me of that. However, these, the round table ones were really little. There was lots on there. And they like really curled up, and so it was a cup of grease. Oh yeah! But All right. boy, was it tasty! <laughs> and this pepperoni is even better. Yeah. So there you go. You're yeah. Up. So so like I said, I've had this pizza like a hundred times from different places, and, and a lot of experiences with it. Um, and and honestly, it's it's still today my favorite pepperoni pizza on the planet. I think it's primarily just because of those pepperonis are so good. Uh, and so as we go through, uh, let me run through and I'll give you some, some grades here on what I thought the crust. I, I agree with John that it's really uh, crust is kind of a secondary piece of this. It's like saying, you know, like how good is the electric guitar in classical music? You're like, mm, it's not really there, but does that make <laughs> classical music bad? No, not really. Um, so, uh, just saying we got, it's, it's a totally different style and, and I love, I really do love this style of pizza. It, it reminds me of, there's a lot of these kind of style pizzas in the Midwest. And, um, and so I love that kind of style of pizza. So just because of the style of the crust, uh, I'll say a 3.75 cause I know what it's supposed to be like and I like it. I will say that with Red Robin, we actually sent back a pizza one time because it was straight up dough in the middle. Mm. Like it was like I think that they had mm. forgot to put our pizza in or something. And when we got there and they were just trying to get it out real quick and it was like really cold and like not cold but like like gooey in the center. And so yeah. it was yeah, that was not good. But that that has little to do well, with reflection on uh well, I mean, Donato's has been hired out by uh they, Robin, they allowed so, Red Robin yeah. to be part of it. So. Yeah, so it is. It does. It. it mm-hmm. I will say that it, at this particular location, the uh, the quality as far as crust goes does kind of go up and down pretty significantly. So this particular crust, I would rate probably like a three. And but just this style of crust that I like, um, and and the ones I've had in the past, I'd say it's three seven five. So uh, sauce, I love this sauce. I don't know what it is, kind of sweet sauce, but I really love it. Probably like. Um, I'm going to go four on the sauce, uh, cheese. I really, again, like this cheese. I'm going to go four two five on the cheese and toppings ratio. Again, this is where it really shines. I think the pepperoni just, they used to have a thing where on their promotions, they would say it's like a hundred pepperonis, wall to wall pepperonis all, all around. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, I, I'm going to give it a four and a half on, on the pepperonis. Should, since it's your favorite, it's my pepperoni. favorite pepperoni pizza. Okay. So, um, it's not my favorite pizza in the world, but it's my favorite pepperoni pizza. Uh, and my total rating there, uh, you know, I'm not going to do any math. I'm just going to ju- kind of guess in my mind. It's four two five. So, wow. so I'm like between wow. four and a, between four and four two five. I think it's a good pizza. Up there, love it. It's my favorite pepperoni <clears throat> pizza, and that's pretty low for my favorite. I would think. And but. again, a warning. I think Josh is allowing his days back in Ohio to influence oh, I'm this rating. Yeah. It's not specific to the pizza we had tonight. It's rosy. It's yeah. I've got a very rosy. That's fair. Uh, Tis the season. A rosy lens for this pizza. Also, the uh, the amount of nostalgia. We didn't rate it on that, but my nostalgia for this pizza is about seven and a half. So, if we could, <laughs> <laughs> on the if we can include now. that in there as well. That's good. Um, I have zero nostalgia for. It, so. Yeah, so it it sits with me, and it's and it's just a reminder of all this style of pizza that we have back home. Shout out to Marion's Pizza. Shout out to Cassano's Pizza. Shout out to there's one in Illinois that my family grew up. Uh, Mon- Guido's Monocle's Pizza. Oh, yeah, Monocle. Yeah, man. There's some good ones. So uh, anyway, I think there's probably some I'm missing from back home, but those are the ones I love. So when we get this viewership up, we can start hitting national. Oh go, yeah, go we national start with the traveling same. around yeah. the country and yeah. just taking it all in. But yeah, is it? Would it be listenership? Yeah, thank you for the correction. Okay. It definitely would be listenership. You can watch us if on you want to come sit outside the window while we do this. You can come view. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so we'll probably take a break here for a second, and we'll get back at you, and we'll start talking Christmas because it is that time of year. The Christmas. Merry Christmas season is upon us, and so we will get back to that uh, momentarily. Tie up your boots, jump off the ladder, pack up your clothes, nothing's the matter. Mistletoe hangs up in the bedroom, your sister's bangs, she cut them herself. Santa is here, sleigh bells are ringing, 21 hours, they 
Welcome back to Pastors and Pizza. It, like we mentioned before, it is Christmas time. It is actually December 14th while we're recording this, and we are all feeling that pressure of uh, Christmas season. I know that I'm like checking Amazon daily to see like how much longer I have to get stuff here, mm, and uh, I, know, yes, <laughs> I know that sir. we're like, uh, how many Saturdays do I have before I need to, uh, you know, that I can go shopping or do do something <laughs> to get stuff for people, and uh, so yeah, there's that uh, Christmas thing at it's still a weird world, so I don't know how many people are getting out. Have you guys done any Christmas uh, like extravaganza events, uh, gone out on the town, seen any shows? Uh, we did have the Crosswater Leadership Team Christmas party recently, so oh, that's yeah. about the extent. No less. That's the extent of my uh, Christmas festivities so far. There's an unsanctioned video of uh, Casey Heim that is maybe one of the funniest things. It is pretty darn good. We 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 maybe did a little bit of a prank on Casey. He was a good sport. <laughs> he he was a late. good sport. So we won't <laughs> talk about it in great detail. But gosh, was it funny? Crying. Many, many people laughing and crying. <laughs> uh, we have not done a ton yet. I mean, we did the Operation Christmas Child shoeboxing. And so that was even before Thanksgiving. That was cool kind of kickoff. That kind of gets my mind and my heart going in that kind of direction. But uh, this weekend, as we're recording, will be our family's, my, my side of the family's uh, Christmas celebration if everybody's healthy. That's cool. Uh, one of the things I love about Christmas is going and seeing the lights and stuff. And uh, in in Sultan, uh, I don't even know who this person is, but if you if it's you amazing. take if you take a little trip up First Street to where it becomes Gore, is it before? I think it's like right as right. it becomes yeah. Gore. Yeah, uh, you won't miss it. Uh, there is a a very uh, impressive light display of like amazing old school looking like uh, figurines and things that light up. It's, it's really, really, uh, for Sultan, it's like you're not going to get any better than that. And Josh, tell them the cool thing about your radio. Oh, yeah, yeah. As you're driving through, there's a you can tune it to the radio and they tune up the lights. You know, the lights are like, you know, in sync with the with song the, the on song. your stereo. So it's, I mean, it's a pretty cool jam and uh, it's really impressive. And they have a full-size Christmas story leg lamp in the window. That's... That's maybe the most impressive thing about the whole. Is it fragile? It's totally fragile. All right. It's a major reward. <laughs> Dang, Hank, you, say you, won you, won you say you won that? <laughs> I love it. Uh, anyway, I think that segues us nicely into, uh, we're going to talk about our favorite Christmas movies because we are movie kind of freaks. And, yeah, we kind of um, are. And John, I think maybe his favorite movie outside, I mean, just of all time, might in fact be a Christmas movie movie well i mean let's start with am you i then. wrong on that john uh i i hesitate to declare anything my favorite overall movie um, okay but, so that's why i didn't say a five on the crust last time cameron sorry well no it's it's not <laughs> you said it was the best you've ever had though but i'm still young i'm 51 if i said I a movie was better. the best i had ever seen then it never mind yeah you anyway, got a good point you got i just point. say that everything's the best i've ever seen that way no one ever takes me seriously at all Oh, good. Well it's done. a really good strategy. That'll work really I, well. I just say it's all right. Yeah, <laughs> same effect. Uh, so anyway, Josh is is referring to my affinity towards Christmas Vacation, which I, I do find quite humorous every single time I watch it. Is there a movie that you watch more than Christmas Vacation? Uh, not likely. No, not, not like not, not likely. likely at all. Yeah, I mean, I I will watch Christmas. I've watched it three times so far this, this season. This season, which I... And we still got two weeks till Christmas. Well, on Christmas vacation season starts in October. So, right. <laughs> uh, so I started watching it in October and I've watched it three times so far. And I'll, I've probably got at least one more in me. We'll see. That's real nice. Yeah, Did real you, nice. <laughs> well done. Did you see anything on the third viewing that you don't remember seeing before? Uh, I don't 
think there's a whole lot there that surprises me. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I, I don't remember anything. Any sticking Easter out. eggs? Any like cookies? Things that you're, you you've seen in there, uh, and you're like, oh, that's a thing. You know? No, just uh, just some things that I wish maybe I had as part of my collection, like the you know the the, the moose mugs and uh, a swimming pool. The, a swimming pool would be great. Yeah, uh, maybe a little a dicky under my my. A sweater, whatever. Hey, sure. Maybe yeah. you'll get a Christmas bonus this year that can start that pool. Um, I mean, I do have a jelly of the month t shirt, so maybe put it with the other's grease ball. <laughs> <laughs> we could do this entire podcast a Christmas vacation quotes. <laughs> maybe we will. So I've, I'm being mocked about my affinity towards this. Give movie, me somebody, but, but these Give two also waiting for like the movie and know all of the quotes as well. So it's not just me. Nope, nope, it's, it's not. It's a, you're it's the, a classic. You're movie. the one that it's, watches. It's it the one most, of my favorites, so and and I will say I think it's my well. I think it's my wife's favorite as far as comedies go. Uh, she loves that movie, so and we we try to make it a. A pretty good habit of watching that movie every year if we can, even uh, if it's just on the back while we're, you know, like we're watching it while we're wrapping presents or something. Well, you know, so you know, I, I figure there's enough just craziness going on in life mm. and frustration and and hassle. It's it's good to just sit back and watch something that you can laugh at. You know, totally. last year John and I watched it together, like probably early November, it, not uh, quite October. It, it was. I mean, it was. Pre- uh, I don't think it was. It was November. Probably it was November. But yeah. But, gosh, having hung out really with nobody other than barely even you guys, that was that was fun. I enjoyed it. Just sat back, watched it. The dogs attacked me, and I still enjoyed it. It was great. Here, here's a comment I have about Christmas Vacation. My, my biggest beef with Christmas Vacation at all is um, it, it takes place in Chicago, correct? This is yeah, Chicago area. Chicago, Chicago area, right? Yep. So... They're, they go out to go get a Christmas tree. At the very beginning of the movie, they're going out to go get a Christmas tree. And they're driving. And I mean, I used to live in Illinois. And I've driven through Illinois many a time. And there is, there is not a place in Illinois that has the mountains that are in the background of that, uh, that scenario. I'm watching it going, where are they at in Illinois? There's no part of Illinois that looks like this. Not a single part. Wow. Maybe uh, like... Maybe southern, southern Illinois, like towards. I don't think so. It's obviously not John? shot in Illinois. Uh, I've <laughs> only spent very little time in Illinois, and that was in Chicago itself. So yeah, so I definitely did not see that scene um, in when I was in Illinois. That's fair. So, uh, mm-hmm. but. So what I'm hearing you say, Josh, is that uh, a movie may be shot somewhere other it. than where they don't say trust is what set. I'm saying. You can't trust anything they say because a lot of do them do watch just, it three times a year. <laughs> They're they're usually <laughs> shot at just some you know lot in Burbank. So yeah, I mean, yeah, you, they did get an awful lot of snow in Burbank. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, what what other movies do we want to talk about? Josh, what, uh, what do you? My do you favorite like? Christmas movie still of all time, I think, is Christmas Story. I have it like memorized back and forward, and I uh, love everything about that. Give movie. me a really yeah. random quote from there, not uh, the ones that we know. Quote. Um, random co- quote is when. Uh, you just hear this, this like groan is like, ah, ah. and she's like, and she goes over under the sink and opens the sink and, <laughs> and he goes, daddy's going to kill Ralphie. <laughs> no, he's not. Yes, he is too. <laughs> so I love it. <laughs> I don't know why I love that yes, one so much. Yes, he is too. Uh, the, uh, oh. the, uh, the, one of the quotes or maybe one of the phrases that gets repeated very often from the dad in that movie is, Whenever he's like cursing, he, he says, Frattenhouse, Stickle Pfeiffer. He says that like <laughs> over and over again. And I don't know why it always sticks with me, but I, I like to use that as a curse word sometimes. So well done. it's, you know, well it's done. nice. Whenever I stub my toe, it's, I, I go there. <laughs> I go there. <laughs> Amongst oh. others. Well done. <laughs> um, so by far, my favorite is It's a Wonderful Life. Mm, yeah. And I only watch it probably once a year, so I'm not nearly as committed as you, John. But I cry every single time I see that at some point. I've also fallen asleep and woken back up at certain times, but it never fails. I cry right around the same time every time when he says... 8.32? Good, but no. (laughs) You watch it at the same time of day? I cry around the same time in the movie each time. Oh, got it. It's when his brother comes back and says... Yeah. No, that's. The- <laughs> I was having a moment. 
Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. Dude. Way to, ruined, way to ruin his... I was trying to keep him from crying right here. Good job. Uh, <laughs> to, to my big brother, George, the richest man in Bedford Falls. Mm. That's good. It's good. It's a classic movie. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. I'm, I'm going to take a minute. We'll give you a second to collect yourself and... We'll uh, keep talking about some of our favorite movies. John, you have any other favorite uh, Christmas movies? Ones that um, just Christmas like have to see Christmas movies, and we don't have to go on and on about them. But like, what I are mean, some other Christmas? movies I try you to see? actually watch. I mean, I I sometimes get um, referred to as Scrooge or a Bah Humbug by my family, but mm-hmm. I'm really not because I actually do try to watch several Christmas movies. Um, here's one that's a little under the radar that I, I watched recently that I think is, is pretty good. And again, I kind of tend to go more towards the comedies. Mm. I just want something light and funny and is, you know, not too big of a plot. That you got to worry about following or whatever. Um, so recently I watched daddy's home Two, mm. which is maybe a little under the radar for some people in the Christmas movie, uh, genre, mm. but I, I thought it was pretty good. It's got Will Ferrell and Mark Wahlberg, humorous, good family fun. So that was a good one. Elf, Elf's a good one. Mm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I mean, I'm always, uh, I always like to watch the Charlie Brown Christmas. Mm-hmm. Love Charlie Brown Christmas. Yep. That's, a, that's that. a really good movie. And I feel like it's not Christmas if you haven't watched it. And, um, I, and I really love the soundtrack to that, to that movie. Just fantastic. The Charlie Brown Christmas soundtrack is, is so good. Um, oh, what's the other one? Uh, uh, Gremlins. We all can. We've all agreed that Gremlins is a must-see Christmas film. It's been a long time for me, but yeah. Oh, gosh, I think John and I and our wives we went and saw Gremlins when they showed it at the oh yeah Galaxy, the Galaxy oh, yeah. a few Sweet. years right ago. Uh, they showed it for Christmas time, and we were like there. And we also went and saw Krampus at the same. Me and my wife did at least. Did you go see Krampus with us? I think I might have seen yeah, it. With you. Yeah, we might have seen it yeah. together. That was uh, Krampus is a hilarious horror film. That's never seen it. It's really good. You and should I watch won't. it. <laughs> amazing uh, and here's here's one that we talked about because i i just have a, a total uh, i think maybe when i was a kid and i watched it i was like oh that's just so cheesy and hokey but now i watch it and i'm like that is so good and i, I was i maybe i was just impressed by how good it was uh, like how bad i thought it was but then when i watched it again i was like oh, that's really good jingle all the way love yep, that movie yep. turbo man <laughs> come on Oh, uh, Arnold and Sinbad action. Yes, yes, exactly. And and Turbo Man and you know like Turbo Man, just <laughs> love it. I mean, I, you do kind of as a dad, you kind of feel for him, right? He he's supposed to have gotten this gift. He screws it up, waits till the last minute. Now they're all out of stock, and so he's he's trying to be a good dad and get the toy that his son wants. Uh, and he's like, I promise. And as soon as Kathy heard that, that we were watching it the other night. She goes, "Don't say you promise." Then I was like, yeah, don't say that, Dad. Immediately convicted when Kathy said that. I'm like, but for real, Sinbad in there probably carries it, man. That thing was hilarious. Yeah, and then maybe my other, uh, the other one I mentioned here is uh, Scrooged with Bill Murray. That uh, is, yeah. I mean, I I like the other, you know, I, I think there are Jim Carrey, Christmas Carol, and there's like... Yeah, he's Christmas Carol and a Grinch. Jim Carrey. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And there's the Muppet Christmas Carol, which is very, Mm -hmm. very good. But I Scrooged. That's where that's my favorite adaptation of Charles Dickens. So, so (laughs) Josh has, has gone more on the the dark side of Christmas with, with Scrooged, with Krampus, with Gremlins. So good. (laughs) Okay. So speaking, so speaking of creepy, you know what movie is, I think is super creepy that I just won't watch at Christmas. Polar Express. Oh, I never watched that. I that that, that animation is what? creepy. It's, Seriously? it's creepy. It's something looking. weird. It's okay. weird. I yeah, kind of I, I like it. Here's one that's a little bit weird, creepy, change your life. How did I not know until tonight that this was a Christmas movie? Edward Scissorhands. Oh, yeah. Yeah, totally. How is that? Because I saw that on Disney Plus. They had it listed as one of the Christmas oh, movies. It's a and I'm like, movie. I don't There's know. There's snow. Oh. And, and scissors. So it's just like Christmas. Got it. All right. Well, so maybe we should go ahead and settle a, a debate that goes around every single year. Is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Okay. So here, I'm just going to let the cat out of the bag for us because we have a question coming up. And I didn't even talk about some of mine. So let me just say it super, super fast. I love the claymation ones. 
every single Ooh, one of them. Yeah, Rudolph. I love them. Rudolph, uh, Santa Claus is coming to town, all that kind of stuff. If you want to hear a good uh, some some good dialogue and impersonations, go ahead and listen to Aaron's message from this past week, where he quoted a good chunk of Santa Claus is coming to town. <laughs> yeah, that's also a shout out to how long I talk. But anyways, here we go. I'm going to tell you this: Die Hard. Yes, it's Christmas, and it's the one that I don't like that everybody else loves. I just don't really like Hot Die Hard. Take. I Hot don't takes. love it. It's okay. But I don't like, oh, it's amazing and yippee kaye and all that. Yeah, I get it and that's some fun. And and I will say shout out to Run DMC. It's Christmas time in Hollis, Queens. That was fun. <laughs> but other than that, eh. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think it's a Christmas movie. I mean, whatever. I, I also think that Harry Potter is a Christmas movie. So uh, there's that. Okay, there is that. <laughs> wow. If it, does okay. it have Christmas in it? It's a Christmas movie. Boom. Probably why Edward Scissorhands. They yeah. Well, I, I mean, I think the debate is is over the years has been kind of weird because like, what makes it a Christmas movie? I'm like, do you have to have Santa Claus? Is it, there other presents that have to be yeah. involved? Like, Does what makes it a Christmas movie? Christmas because time? Die Hard definitely is at Christmas time. I mean, they're literally at a Christmas party. Well done. And yep. they're, I mean, they're, they're celebrating Christmas. And so, White why, Christmas, by the way, I love that movie. Yeah. Too. So what? I mean, if mm-hmm. if that's not a Christmas movie, then how is Gremlins, a Christmas movie, or how is, you know, so anyway, mm-hmm. I think Die Hard is also a Christmas movie. Well done. And I don't necessarily like it as a Christmas movie, but I think just as an action movie, it's, you know, it's a good action movie. Do we have, um, so we've, we've kind of talked about a lot of comedies and stuff like that. Do we have any, uh, maybe more of the rom-coms or, or maybe dramatic Christmas movies that we think are, uh, worthwhile i don't know i don't know if anybody watches uh my mom is really into hallmark Mm -hmm. about right now Mm -hmm. and she's like yeah yeah like way deep into some of those uh feel good some of those are like kind of like john said like you don't have to get committed to the plot and all that kind of stuff and so some of those i like kathy and i'll watch those and you know i might or might not fall asleep to those my mom and dad (laughs) watch those from the word go and it's just kind of, there's something about that for me, hanging out with my mom and dad at their house, watching those. I'm like, okay. I mean, you can tell everything that's going to happen and you know it's going to, and you're still into it. Like, I don't want to miss it for whatever reason. One of the one of the ones that might come as a surprise, maybe not, because I have seven daughters. I like Little Women. Oh, my wife is a huge Little Women fan. Yeah. Huge. That's a, a Christmas movie. Totally. Totally. So there you go. John's shaking John, his head. John, like, no, not John, a Christmas John movie. loves his daughters and his wife, just not little women. Happens at Christmas time. I mean, it takes place over a long, long this period is true. of time. So this is it's true. not really a Christmas. So does movie. Harry Potter. <laughs> I mean, so so I mean, I I don't hate Little Women. It wouldn't be my first choice to to put on, and I don't think it's specifically a Christmas movie. I think you know. Uh, Rotten Rotten right, Tomatoes right. puts it in there. Their oh, number it's number seven out of the number top seven. 65. Rotten, Rotten Tomatoes. So uh, my wife is really into um, one that we talked about off air here called um, um, while he's thinking that Four Christmases oh, is a funny yeah. movie. Okay, so yeah, my wife is really into a movie called The Family Stone, and that is. Got Coach. I don't even know. You said Craig, Craig T. Nelson. Craig T. Nelson. Yeah, and Diane Keaton and Luke Wilson and a whole bunch of other people. And it's just it's about the, it's a really serious. I mean, it's it's funny, but it's also a really serious Christmas movie about um, this family that gathers together and the mom has she finds out she's got breast cancer and then Ooh, it's gosh. like it ends up being their last Christmas together and it's just. It's a really fantastic movie, uh, but it is yeah it's it's like a heartstrings movie and one of those kind of. People don't watch it so much at Christmas because it's kind of sad, but it is really good as well. So, um, so if you're looking for something to watch that you haven't seen, that's a good one to watch. And my wife, my wife also loves the the Love Actually movies. Which disclaimer, not uh, wholly appropriate for everyone, but um, loves that movie. So, <laughs> not wholly appropriate, <laughs> but pretty. It's, fun. A, it's a good warning. Good warning. A little rom com too while you were sleeping, kind of a little Christmas movie. While you're sleeping, Christmas movie. Yeah, I mean, I I don't remember it I enough it. to know. That was yeah. pretty good. It takes place at Christmas time. John, you got any? You seem like you're big on the rom coms, huh? I mean, no. I I've got two two daughters and a wife who like Hallmark type movies and and some of these some of these kind of movies, and so I do see them on occasion. But the holiday, 
Uh, I've seen The Holiday, mm. yes. Um, With uh, Kate Winslet and uh, Cameron Diaz. Oh, yeah, that was good, actually. Yeah. Jude Law. There's another one, The Holiday, something with uh, Queen Latifah and LL Cool J. That's a pretty good one. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. I've Is seen that one, holiday? too. Is that mm. also a holiday? Last holiday or last something like that. Ooh, yeah. John, you know exactly what I'm yeah. talking about. I told you I've seen it. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I All right, so real real quick, let's go around uh, hot takes. We had Aaron already gave a hot take here. Uh, a Christmas movie that you don't like that everyone else likes. We'll start with you, Aaron. Do you have another one? You had already mentioned one, but do you have another one? Gosh, I'm not a big fan of the Nightmare Before Christmas either. Oh, I was going to mention it, but I didn't want to get too dark. <laughs> Love that movie. Also, is it a Christmas movie? Because it's kind of more of a I mean, Halloween movie. It's got movie. Christmas in the title, but yeah. It's no, I like because the Jack learns you can't mess around like that. You think you can take care of Christmas? You can't. But anyways, other than that, go ahead. <laughs> um, I don't. I don't know if I've got one off the top of my head. I mean, probably mentioned Polar Express already. Which I, I keep finding that, that really a lot of people don't like Polar Express. Yeah. Aaron, you said you like it, so yeah. so I guess that's probably mine. Um, trying to think. Uh, the Christmas Carol. I don't really like any of those mm. versions. There's mm. dozens of them, and I don't like yeah. a single one of them. So, mm. Not, yeah. you don't like Scrooge? Uh, Scrooge would probably be my favorite of oh, them. Okay, yeah. Um, I'm, I have a real hot take, and, and I'm going to get some flack for it because everyone loves this movie, and I'm just, just uh, not like my favorite, you know. And um, it, it's Elf. I don't, I don't like Elf. Don't like Elf. One. I'm, uh, I'm just, hey, so it's over. Okay, I'm good just, talk. Thanks, bro. Merry Christmas. I'm just underwhelmed by bye. Elf. That's all. And, and bye, listen, bye. I, I, have, I have a, a niece that you is, sit on a throne of lies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you mean I? I mean I like Say I like Will Ferrell. Dwarf one more time. Elf, sorry. <laughs> Say Elf one more time. You must be from the South Pole. Uh, yes, Sorry, I am. go ahead, Josh. I, I come from the South go, Pole. Continue with your hate. I continue with my my uh, <laughs> blasphemy, my Christmas blasphemy. <laughs> it is uh, for me. Yeah, I mean, I guess I'm just I just don't hold it to such a high esteem as everyone else does. I All think right. it's I think it's fine. I just don't like it's. There's so many people that think Elf is like their thing. It's like the. I mean, seriously, I was gonna say I have a niece who is named Jovi, after the <laughs> character from Elf, Jovi. That's uh, see, that's tough. Because that's a super high standard. If yeah. I was talking about that, I don't think Elf would be right up there for me either. I'm not and naming my kids I'm, I'm like gonna, Buddy or anything. And Elf for me is the Christmas version of another movie that everyone loves that's not a Christmas movie that I don't love, which is Remember the Titans. <laughs> that is a movie that, that I always get flack for. I think it's mm. fine. Mm. I just don't think you don't that, like seeing mm. a team that's segregated come together oh, as well, one. He's from Kentucky. Never mind. I do. <laughs> I love the concept of the movie. I just thought it was, you know, I don't know. Do you hear that, everybody? That's called backpedaling. (laughs) I'm telling you, the same thing. It's also a football move. You may not know that because you don't know football. Oh, wait. The Ohio State University. The Ohio State University. This sounds like a topic for a future podcast. We we may have to to have a whole new podcast about movies. Yeah, sure. Ministers and movies. That's good. We've got it. Knocked it out. (laughs) Oh. And I'm ready to take the flack for for not liking uh Josh, you don't you're so random in what you do like and you're like oh, I totally. know you guys have probably never heard of this. I'm like, never heard of it. Ten people watched it, but it was so good. <laughs> <laughs> you got Royal Tonnenbaums, anybody? Oh, I uh, like that one like easy Royal now. <laughs> easy. That's a that's a great film. <laughs> Best okay. in Show. Oh, I love Best in Show. That's another good one. Yeah. Oh, Anything Mighty, random like that? Mighty Bill Murray. Wind. Uh, oh yeah, Bill Murray and Rushmore. That's that's maybe my favorite Bill Murray movie. But you know, that's besides the point. From I Want to Die. All right, we <laughs> we're getting a little off topic okay, here. Tenenbaum is I like digress. Christmas tree. So so why do we like the movies that we like at Christmas? Is that's, maybe a good question. Good. Yeah, I think I think why do we like the movies that we like and like what is the what are the things that kind of um we take from them as Christians, as people of faith that, you know, maybe it's the message or just something about the movie that that kind of uh that sharpens us as people and um Let's start yeah. with you, John, since you definitely reminded us and brought us back to where we should be. 
Oh, I was just hoping you guys would have an answer. Um, like I said, I, I mean, I generally watch these Christmas movies as just a distraction, a thing to get me maybe in this, in the spirit, have some fun. Um, but a lot of these movies, I'll, I'll, I'll use Christmas vacation as an example since it's my favorite Christmas movie. Um, you have Clark who is just a well-meaning typical guy that wants to have a fun, good old fashioned family Christmas. Right. (laughs) And so he's, He's taken these steps. He's got these high, high, high expectations that no family can ever meet. This is more quotes, by the way. Um, so was, he's just well he's just trying trying hard, and things just go haywire. But he's it's you know it's about family. It's about being. He wants to be together with his family. He wants to to have fun. And I think you know as as a, as a dad, as a husband, that's that's what I want. I want to be with my family. I want to I want to just be together at Christmas, and have a good time. I do also maybe fall victim to expectations, um, mm-hmm. kind of like Clark does, yeah, sure. uh, where I, God, I go too. into these family gatherings and I have these expectations for how they're going to go or what I'm going to get or what how people are going to react to what I give them or, or whatever. And a lot of times, and I think we've talked about expectation idea on the last podcast a little bit, but uh, a lot of times going in with those expectations sets you up kind of for failure sometimes, right? True. And if you've got a certain way that you want everything to go and how it's going to all fit together, then you're bound to to have things end up being a mess because it's not always going to go the way you want it to. That's right. And so that's I just see that in, in Christmas vacation. <clears throat> and it's a good reminder to me to not only, hey, value the time you have with your family, but maybe go in and, and be able to let go of some of those mm-hmm. expectations and just be present and oh, and allow allow things to happen the way they happen and embrace those and give grace to people and and you know continue to to try to work hard to <laughs> to make things make things go that's so. well done that and i just watched that on saturday night <laughs> with um one of our other faithful listeners william chapman dr william chapman <laughs> dr chapman paging dr chapman <laughs> he uh Thank you for hosting us, by the way. But in there, I did notice how very gracious Clark was. And even though he's frustrated and all that, <laughs> turn out when Rusty comes out to talk to him. And he, good get, talk, Dad. Good talk, Dad. But that notwithstanding, he was gracious. What about you, Josh? What What do you dig about oh, man. Christmas story? Um, well, you know, I love... Um, I love uh, some of the Christmas movies that maybe speak closest to me are uh, Charlie Brown Christmas, I think is just really impactful for me because I'm a pretty downer like Charlie Brown. <laughs> and uh, a lot of times that's where I go with things like when, when it goes sour, I just kind of will get real defeatist and, and feel that way. And I think that there's something really unique in the, about that, just like in the tree, even, you know, there's this, there's this kind of quality to the tree that's endearing. That's, you know, it's a, it's a really like crappy tree to be honest. And it's there and they've got this little ball on it and stuff. And, but it's, but it's just kind of like this expression of like being who you are. And, and that's also what I really like about, um, the Rudolph movies that mm-hmm. are movie. <laughs> I don't know. Are there more than one? There probably is. Uh, uh, the, there's one that counts nobody really. Knows, nobody yeah, knows. Exactly. Yeah, there's, there's one that counts. And, and I love the Rudolph movie for that. Like the, the whole, um, Island of Misfit toys and all that, mm-hmm. that, that was something as a kid Absolutely. that always really spoke to me. And I always thought it was cool that like effectively Jesus was the King of the Island of Misfit toys yes. <laughs> or like Aslan or something. Like they yes. had the lion who was there and, nice. and he was really kind of in charge, you know, and, and really gracious and kind. And King Moonraiser. Is that what his name is? Sure. Okay. Yeah, sure. Like you would know. <laughs> I love that movie. But yeah, I, I love that about that. So I love it's about being yourself and not being afraid to be yourself and being proud of uh, who who you are and who you've been made to be. And that even mm. if you have like some weird things, like your name's Charlie and you're in a box, like... Nobody wants a Charlie in the box. Exactly. Like, Or maybe you want to be a dentist when you're in a family mm, of elves, you know? You're egging like, me on. That right there now. is... <laughs> that there's something really like honest and good about that to, to express yourself that way. And so, um, I really appreciate that. And it's actually what I really love about the nightmare before Christmas as well, even though it's not really a movie about Christmas and it doesn't even land. It's like, and Christmas was the good holiday and Halloween was the bad holiday. It doesn't really land there. It's like, he's like, 
hey, maybe don't try so hard to be yes. something you're not, you know? And Ooh, and that's what I really like about those kind of movies. And it just kind of being a little bit of a uh, person who's just a little bit off, I I appreciate that because it it reminds me that, you know, I am that who I am and how I've been created uniquely mm-hmm. is not something that I should uh, like, Amen. like shy away from, but it's something that I should embrace and, and something that I should celebrate in that way. So I really like that. If you it's, call that off, then I would say it's allowed you to really connect and be empathetic with people. So. Also, I think in home alone, you just really realize that you have to set a second alarm. We hadn't even talked about home alone. I know. That's I why I had to I don't know how I miss it. Gosh, yeah. how did we miss that? I, I love them both. I think I might, like you said, off air. I think the second one. Home for Alone 2? There's something about in New York and... The Sticky that's Bandits. always been... Yeah, Sticky Bandits. Funny. I would <laughs> I would love to go to New York sometime for Christmas. So I think that's what draws me. Sure. But, or not for Christmas. That's never going to happen. But Christmas time. Rockefeller Square. Is that what they call it? Center? Center? Square? Wherever the big fat tree is. So maybe, maybe a carriage ride through Central Park. Um, do people do that? Oh, we talked about that last time. J.D. Merwin. You should probably uh, let everybody know how that worked. If you haven't seen J.D., come and hang out on the 26th, the day after Christmas. He There's a really fantastic meme as we're talking about Home Alone, just in case we forget. What is it meme? A meme. This is a thing that happens in the 21st century. Um I don't know. It's a special thing. When you get there, you'll find out what it is. But there's (laughs) this meme that I saw today that says it's something you can never unsee, which is uh, a photo of the bird lady from Home Alone 2 set right next to a photo of Piers Morgan, which I'll show you guys this. You can't unsee that. It's the same person. (laughs) It's the same person. In case you were wondering. I was so wondering. <laughs> so I'll wrap up. I mean, again, so many different things come to my mind in movies, but the thing for It's a Wonderful Life for me is that he comes to find out that his life really was a good life and it wasn't a wasted life. And he learns something through this supernatural experience with Clarence, the angel, that contentment and being grateful for what you have is so good. There's all these different plays on that, but kind of from the Bible for me, where this really has stood out is where Paul tells everybody in Philippians four, that four thirteen is really famous. But the first part of that for me is 12 where he says, I know how to be brought low and I know how to abound in any and every circumstance. I've learned the secret of placing of facing plenty and hunger, abundance and need. I can do all things through him who strengthens me. I love that in there they pray the theology on angels is super off. That's not what I love about it. But ding, 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 ding. <laughs> every time a bell rings, look, daddy. All right. But more than that, and back to it, um, he doesn't give Jesus credit, but he does say, Father, I'm not a praying man. And so for him to even just talk to God in that and that this is a movie that kind of when it came out didn't necessarily flop but it wasn't as crazy um, timeless as it is now and how many people love it but I love that idea of being content and grateful and there's been many times where I've struggled um, financially in my married life and with my children and thought gosh because of my life insurance I am worth more dead than alive and invariably I will go to that movie and go, that's such a lie. I should know that as a Christ follower and I do, but you know, Hollywood, thanks a lot. Frank Capra, the first God bless us, everyone. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, miracle well, on 34th street too, just by the way, um, I like the old one. That uh, Miracle on 34th street was going to be one of my ones that I was like, everyone loves it, but I don't love it. We watched it and it was just like, it was like a the old one or the the original. Yeah, we watched oh, okay. the original, and I was like, we watched. So a couple of years ago, we watched Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street and White Christmas because we'd never seen either of them, and uh, and I actually kind of liked White you Christmas. You on both of those. It was a it was yeah. okay, but they but they Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street. The like, if you want to know where like the root of consumer culture in 
in like Christ in Christmas <laughs> world came from like that post-war kind of, you know, you're going to get everything you want for Christmas, you know, like the magic of like, and then we got a new house, you know, like that kind of thing is like, is yes. like, you know, I don't know. It was just it's kind true. of this kind of, uh, it kind of set up. I feel like that kind of consumer culture in America, miracle on 34th street. Cause the miracle is not like, Hey, and now we all love each other. The miracle was like, and then they got a house <laughs> and everything was better. <laughs> so, That's fair. But, I appreciate you blowing that whole thing up. For I just me. blow it right up for you. I love Christmas story. Oh, I love Christmas story. It's great. Yeah, I'm not fucking holding that one. Sorry. I know. So I put that out there. Oh, oh the other one I can quote from there that I, I think is, is an awesome quote from there is where he says, he goes, I got to get it exactly. Hold on. He says, uh, all right, Bart, now you get yours. <laughs> I don't know. I love that quote. That is pretty random. <laughs> what and brought you to this lowly <laughs> state? <laughs> it was so poisoning. <laughs> small thing about yeah. um, small thing about uh, the Christmas story. Oh, okay, he is going to or a, a Christmas story. Here okay. it is. Uh, it's not a poking a hole thing. This is something. Uh, did you know that the the soundtrack for a Christmas story is uh, Peter and the Wolf by Tchaikovsky? The old like I yes part of it I did especially when they're the fighting and stuff oh yeah 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 all of it gosh that's so good yeah super well done you should really do something especially every time that Scott Farkas comes on there's there's always the like wolf music from Peter and the Wolf wow oh gosh when they get chased and you know be sure to drink your Ovaltine too be sure to drink your Ovaltine crummy commercial. It's so good. All right. Well, we've enjoyed talking Christmas, uh, Christmas movies with you guys, and hope you have a great Christmas. We will see you guys real soon, or, you know, we will talk with you real soon. Happy New Year as well. Jesus loves you. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Movies with us. Come on by. Yes, we're going to buy. We'll quote them up. Bring pizza. See you later. Bye bye. This has been Pastors and Pizza, a production of Crosswater Community Church in Sultan, Washington. Check us out online at crosswaterchurch.org. We meet every Sunday morning at 9 and 1045 on the corner of 3rd and Birch in Sultan. Thanks for listening. Be sure to leave us that five-star review, and we hope to see you soon. Bye. Adios.